Hey, hungry humans, it's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. I love that theme song. <laughs> I called the office the other day, and that theme song is the whole music, but it played like 30 times in a row. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, are we really doing this to people? And that oh, they love it. And that was weird for me to put you on hold. I was like, I'm about to put Lisa on hold. That just doesn't seem like something I should have done. I loved it until like the seventh (laughs) version of the song. Um, Anyway, it's good to see you guys. I'm here with Mikey and Jamie. We are at Hungryland, where we always are. You can always find us here. At the purple table. At the purple. Everyone's always like, where do you record the podcast? And I'm like, see that purple table? That's it. (laughs) Anyway, it's very exciting. Um, Today's episode I am thrilled about. It is the carb slashing episode. And carb slashing is, I don't know, it's just like probably one of the most popular things we hear all the time. Mm-hmm. How can we cut carbs? What do you got as far as recipes or food finds that are carb slashy, <laughs> if there is such a thing? I know we've done a carb episode, like a carb swap episode in the past, mm-hmm. but it is something that just keeps popping up, right? We hear about it all the time, yeah. like nonstop. And even if you're not carb conscious, it's just a way to cut calories because they're, all these swaps are generally lower in calories. Generally, they are, and healthier, too. Mm-hmm. So, And even if you don't, you know, I don't know, everybody should just listen through this episode, and it's a really important one because it is so near and dear to my heart. And as Jamie was just saying, like, even if you don't think you're watching your carbs, you can drastically cut carbs and cut calories at the same time, and then all of a sudden, you're a believer in mm-hmm. the carb slashing, right? Yeah, or you can moderately slash carbs <laughs> yeah absolutely every Mix little bit every little bit counts it sure does yeah it does mike and you count too so what do you got right now i know you have some interesting news for us i do this could actually help i guess with carb uh, slashing labeling food with the amount of exercise needed to burn off the calories in it can help people make better dietary choices that's according to a study published online in the journal of epidemiology epidemiolo- am i saying it right epidemiology in a journal Okay. Uh, For example, a 250 calorie candy bar might tell you that you need to run for 25 minutes to burn off the calories. The study found that when people selected foods and drinks using PACE labeling, that's what they're calling it, PACE labeling, the meals they selected contained about 65 fewer calories than when there were other types of labeling or no labeling. So you'd look at the package and it would say like, this serving of potato chips, you have to run for 30 minutes when you eat it. I mean, that's kind of fun. That would work for me. I'm super lazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because that's like the content we do. Like Mm -hmm. we've been doing that for years, telling people, here's if you eat this, here's how long you have to vacuum your living room for (laughs) in order to burn that off. I think it's effective. In many ways, it's more effective than just giving the calorie counts Mm -hmm. because some people, they don't understand that information. They don't know how many they burn or what it takes to burn that amount of calories. So it could be helpful. I just don't think it's actually going to happen. No, I don't know. Who would it's really good take context. The time? And also, how do they decide what activity? That's like, true. is it jumping jacks? <laughs> is it running? Is it vacuuming? You have to file your nails for 32 <laughs> hours if you eat this bite of this snack. Anyway, in theory, it sounds fun. Yeah, and it goes in line with the uh, the thing we did last week with the um, the full portions, you know, like the, uh, the labeling that says you've... Uh, oh, the yeah, whole, the whole bag. thing, yeah. Right, that like may be 600 more, calories for the whole bag, That's yeah. more realistic, and that'll happen. But on top of that, that's a lot of information on the mm-hmm. bag. Yeah. Where are they going to put the ingredients? <laughs> 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 um, anyway, so we are talking about carb slashing this week. We have a lot to cover. I think like what we'll get into is staples and hacks and snacks and tips and food finds. We have a lot of things to taste. There's a lot going on. It's like, and the reason why we're going to go into such detail here is because this is truly how I live. Mm -hmm. Like I, since probably 2004, have gone very light 
on what I call starchy carbs. And people are always like, what the heck is a starchy carb? But it's like, you know, pasta, rice, potatoes, chips, things. I do eat a lot of fruits and veggies and mm-hmm. they're loaded with carbs. Mm-hmm. But the starchy carbs, those are my trigger foods. Mm. So I don't really eat bread and I don't really eat potatoes very much and I don't really eat pasta but I have swaps for all of those things and they just make your life so much easier and I find when I incorporate those things into my life I will naturally just eat fewer calories and feel more satisfied yeah I'm the same way it's helped me maintain my weight like I don't track as religiously as I did when I was losing weight but by kind of filling my diet with these foods it just it makes it easier you reduce your calories without even thinking about it yeah, it's better and smarter. So we are, we are loaded up today with stuff, mm-hmm. but we're going to start by talking about our sponsor of the week. Yay. This is very exciting. It's a new sponsor, Parm Crisps. Parm Crisps rock my face off. <laughs> I am a person that, honestly, I love salty, crunchy snacks. And I've always said this, uh, probably in a million interviews, if left to my own devices, I would eat an entire bag of chips. So I don't really keep, like potatoey chips in the house. Mm-hmm. I find that these type of the parm crisp by the way, they are all cheese, they're crunchy, they're low in calories. They're going like to be like no carbs. No 0 to 2 carbs. Nothing. Like like no carbs. And the thing about them is because they're slightly higher in fat, they really fill you up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like A, I don't feel the need to eat the entire bag of these. And B, they satisfied my like savory, really flavorful crunchy snack urge yeah, they're in a like, way they're yeah. like the ultimate low carb chip swap for sure and these come in i don't know bazillion flavors we have a ton of flavors here today they come in original they come in like potato chippy flavors like sour cream and onion and cheddar jalapeno sesame pizza these are all separate flavors it's not like it's one long flavor so it's sour cream <laughs> and onion cheddar jalapeno sesame pizza original and I, maybe we should just bite into one of these because I, the I don't one. think I've ever tried the pizza because I'm obsessed with the original and the cheddar who wants to try the pizza give us give us yeah. these are probably really high in protein too because it's just cheese they're totally high in protein in fact when I'm finished chewing I'll tell you nine <laughs> grams per serving that is so good it's amazing. Like pizza. Yeah. Mm. they are so crunchy and you can put them on a salad That's you can great. do you don't have to just snack on them mm-hmm. but if I eat like five of these or six of these they're so satisfying mm-hmm. I have to try the cheddar one. I can't yeah. even think straight. That's so good. That's more satisfying to me than like chips or cracker. Like I would reach for that every time. Because the flavor mm-hmm. is just so there. It's so present. What's Mike trying? How come he gets to He's try He's trying more? cheddar. You I could try one. the I love the cheddar too. And sour cream and onion. So good. Where do people get these? Um, you can get them almost everywhere. So that's the thing about these. Sure, they're on Amazon if you're like me, a one-click maniac. But these are found at like Whole Foods and Kroger and Safeway and Target and Walgreens. Check your local stores if you want to find them. They're called Parm Crisps, except no substitutes. These make oven my face baked. happy. They do. I they want make more. your face happy. And they are baked in an oven. They are not fried. Mm-hmm. And just to go over the stats again, 90 to 100 calories per serving, 0 to 2 carbs, 7 to 9 grams of protein, about 3 points. I would put like 2 crisps on a hamburger. as like instead oh, of yo. cheese. Yeah, with a little dill pickle. Oh, what yeah. a flavor punch mm. they pack. Go find them. Keto friendly. Oven baked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. We are starting today's podcast of carb slashing with some staples because why not review the staples and the things that you can have around to help you succeed in the world of carb slashing, right? 
we all want to be successful. Mm -hmm. So bring it on. We're bringing it on. First thing is rice cauliflower. Um, I love rice cauliflower because I am all about things that will fill me up that don't add a lot of calories to my world. And rice cauliflower it may be the number one thing these days because it's just good in any way, shape, or form. I use it in breakfast bowls. Mm -hmm. I use it in stir fries. I just love rice cauliflower. And a cup of regular rice, just to put it in perspective, has about 200 calories and 44 carbs. But a cup of cauliflower rice, 35 calories and six and a half carbs. Oh, my gosh. So think about <laughs> the difference there. Yeah. You could have three cups and not even come close. Right. And I do. I usually have about three cups. <laughs> so like I will have 100 calories worth of cauliflower rice and just feel like, wow, I've eaten a lot. Mm -hmm. And you can do like I sometimes just have cauliflower rice with truffle salt or mm. I throw a wedge of laughing cow in it or, I, you know, obviously a bazillion hungry girl recipes call for it. You can get it frozen. I feel like it's a safe bet to just keep bags of it in your freezer. Mm hmm. I have a blender. I'm a person. I can buy a head of cauliflower and I make my own sometimes. But Green Giant rice cauliflower, yeah. I, you know, I keep that in my freezer all the time. Yeah. Same. And you could buy fresh if you really just want to buy it in the produce section. Mm -hmm. You could do that too. There are just so many options for it. Mm -hmm. There's no excuse not to have it, right? Love it. Okay. Next staple, spiralized veggie noodles. Same thing here, only to me, this is even a better example because I'm not a rice eater. So I eat cauliflower rice. You know, of course, I do love right rice. That's another product. But we'll talk about that another day because that's a different, for me, a different eating occasion. But it's one of my absolute favorites. But I don't typically eat real rice. To me, eating right rice is my version of real mm -hmm. rice. Mm -hmm. But cauliflower rice, I think of it more as like, oh, it's a veggie. But when it comes to, when it comes to noodles, I would really, in a perfect world, I'd love to eat spaghetti. So a, a small serving of spaghetti, which is probably about a cup, has around 200 calories. It's like a joke. You would never get that at a restaurant. And, and right. The thing is, who could stop at a cup of spaghetti? Not I'm not. Me. I would eat three or four cups of mm -hmm. spaghetti. I would, on average, think I would probably be having a thousand calories worth of pasta without the sauce or whatever else you eat with it. And that's probably what you get served at a restaurant. Yeah, you're you're probably right. I can't imagine. And think about how many carbs, because it's 40 carbs per cup. Per cup? Yes. So it's probably like 100 to 150 carbs you're getting. Wow. But as my mom would say, oy vey. Yeah, <laughs> oy, as everyone's mom would say. <laughs> so like when I make pasta, I, you, know, you get those boxes, right? And that's what, like four servings is in the box? I but think eight. All right. yeah. And I end up doing like the half the box and I eat that. I know you're eating that. a lot. Oh my God. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> but the veggie noodles, like zucchini noodles, 35 calories a cup, seven carbs. Oh. That's like, think about how many cups you can have. Yeah. A lot. Mm -hmm. And you do. Hmm. And those are, again, you can buy those frozen, you can buy those fresh, or you could just make it yourself. That's even easier because mm -hmm. I have a little, it looks like a pencil sharpener. It's like the Vigetti or I have the Hungry Girl Spiralizer. I have a million spiralizers. You just use it like a little pencil sharpener and your zucchini turns into spiralized zucchini noodles. You throw them in a skillet for like two minutes. They could not cook up faster. There's absolutely no excuse. You know what's one of my favorite ways to eat them is um, our lo mein recipe. To me, like, I think you could fool someone. I think it tastes just like lo mein. It does, without the grease. Yes. But it does, have, you're right, because you know what, with the flavors, with the soy sauce, with the scallions, with the chicken, all the, like, you know, water chestnuts, mm -hmm. you ju it's just there. Well, it's I feel perfect. like it takes on the taste of what you cook it with. So mm -hmm. even with marinara, it gets, like, that savory, you know, deliciousness. Yeah, 
agreed. And of course, zucchini is not the only veg you can spiralize. I mean, there's spiralized carrots, which I prefer to buy than make because mm-hmm. that's you need the big tabletop mm-hmm. spiralizer, which yeah. basically sits under my counter for most of the time. Um, and spaghetti squash now. Green <gasps> giant spaghetti squash. You just let the, the noodle bag. out of the bag. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Wait, is it not out yet? It just, just, just debuted. It's so good. We've had it here for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's like little, you just throw it in the microwave and it could not be easier because we hear all the time, spaghetti squash is so cumbersome. How do you cut it? Well, I don't even know what it looks like. How do you get the seeds out? If you want the easiest spaghetti squash, Green Giant makes it frozen. They're like little pieces of spaghetti squash. Throw them into the microwave and you're done. Oh. That's it. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that one. As is everyone. Look at Mike's face. I can't wait. <laughs> so excited. All right, the third staple. This is a product that I probably discovered maybe a year, year and a half ago. It was a Shark Tank product. We've written about it a lot. It's We've run ads for this product, but it's just in my life all the time. And I... I pull it. It's like the rabbit that I pull out of a hat that I will <laughs> fool people with mm-hmm. all the time. Palmini. Yeah. Palmini. I remember the first time I tried it. I was You were into them like no one had ever heard of them. They were such an obscure product. And the first time you put a can on my desk, I could not believe how good they are. It's just hearts of palm, right? It's hearts of palm spiralized into like linguine shapes. And one of the things I like best about it is when I talk about it, which I do when I use my speak text, Siri thinks I'm saying Paul Meany. Paul Meany! <laughs> like some guy in social studies class that was telling you you're hideous or something. <laughs> Paul Meany. Anyway, but it's Paul Meany. P-A-L-M-I-N-I. I get mine on Amazon. Yeah, it's, it's easiest. And you're, they're in pouches now. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. And lasagna shapes. Oh, yeah, oh, the man. sheets. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, they are great. They're we more sh- specific, but mm-hmm. they're great, too. We should have my mom make that lasagna, because she makes the eggplant lasagna. Yeah, she mom do that. makes the most fattening lasagna. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> use palmini. So the whole like pouch or can of palmini is 60 calories. Think wow. about what you can do. The fun you could have with mm-hmm. that, what you could add to it, mm-hmm. how you could spruce it up. I mean, I, and, and I, again, use marinara. I use... Laughing cow, I'll make a creamy sauce, I'll make a red sauce. Sometimes I make a cold salad with a vinaigrette and some tuna with That's it. That's how I like it. Really? Do you ta- do you feel like it has like a what does it taste it like? It tastes like hearts of palm. So if you the 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 way people probably come in contact with hearts of palm <laughs> is at a salad bar yeah. or something, like in the salad. So it does have a slightly sour taste to it, but I just mask that with the sauce. Intentionally mm-hmm. sour. Tart. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. I have to be honest, because I don't know if it's, if it's the way it's what it's packed with, mm-hmm. or if it, by nature, has a sour taste. I don't mm-hmm. know. I wish I knew more about it, but I always mask it. Whatever it is, it's awesome, and it always tastes good when you. When you I have you make it for me. <laughs> when you put the stuff on it, yeah. I'm happy to make it for anyone. Mike, if you haven't tried it, uh, we I had it on the podcast a few months ago, and I oh, loved yeah. it. Yeah, it was great. We did try it. I'm yeah. glad you remembered. Yeah, because there are people listening that are probably like. Hey, I heard Mike eating that. (laughs) Anyway, the fourth staple, something I always have around, and this is an oldie but a goodie, house foods, tofu shirataki. How retro. I know. A lot of other people make it. Shirataki, just to remind people, those are the Japanese noodles. They come in a bag floating in water. Shirataki is a very traditional Japanese staple. When the shirataki noodle came to America, people were saying, I don't like it. They didn't like the texture. So House Foods brilliantly infused a little tofu into a traditional shirataki noodle to make it taste and feel a little bit more like traditional pasta. Mm-hmm. And it has a tiny bit of calories, maybe like 20 calories a serving. or, And it's, it's from the tofu because the yam flour is practically 
you know, the konyaku yam flour is mm-hmm. calorie free. Mm-hmm. But the addition of that tofu makes all the difference in the world. And I just love these noodles. There's yeah. so much you can do with them. I've been eating them forever. I remember we like broke their website. We broke <laughs> our website. We broke the extra television website when I first brought them on oh, TV yeah. back in the day. But they really, I don't know, they hold up. Yeah. yeah, they're very polarizing, though. I like that they have like a nice al dente taste to it. But I feel like the people, you always say this, when when people say they don't like it, you always tell them they're not doing it right. What's right. the trick? It's about, well, the thing is the al dente-ness is the texture of the yam flour. Mm-hmm. So that keeps it, it's, it's not super soft. They're a little chewy, mm-hmm. kind of. But some people, I feel like there's two big mistakes people make. One, they sniff the noodles when they open the bag. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Keep your nose to yourself, people. (laughs) Like, you don't need to sniff everything before you eat it. If you Mm -hmm. sniff the bag, it has sometimes has a weird smell. So I never really sniff that. And I hope I'm not putting people off. Mm -hmm. But just, like, throw it in a colander. Rinse them very well. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't rinse them, there's nothing bad that's going to happen to you. But that'll get rid of a little bit of the weird smell. And then another problem, which is even bigger, is that people don't dry them enough. They're very watery. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would use dozens of paper towels like, and just squash them. Mm-hmm. One time I used, like, a, I had a clean, like, a bath towel. Mm-hmm. I know you think oh it's a weird gosh. thing, but you have to get the moisture yeah. out. I like them in a skillet because I feel like I do, like, sort of medium-high heat and it just evaporates. That's great, too. If you want to break out the skillet, even better. Mm. So it, it all works and they're very long. So you might want to chop them a little because <laughs> I once found one that was like 12 feet long. Wow. I know. My mom feet? too. I have a picture yeah. of her holding one up above her head. Uh-huh. Oh my God. How did they make it so big? I don't know. I don't wow. know what happened. I think the chopper at the factory mm-hmm. failed. I don't know how it passed inspection, but, <laughs> but it happens. And those are just like six grams of carbs a bag for the whole bag? Yes. Yes. Six grams of carbs. So and Palmini's I, just four. I don't know if we said that. Oh, I don't know if we did either. But these are great swaps, people. Yeah. Truly. And they will, make, they will make your food go further. So like talk about meal expanders and volumetrics mm-hmm. and things of that nature. All of these things are perfect. Okay, the next... The next staple. Is this one boring? No. It's Jamie's favorite food. (laughs) We'll give you a hint. It's green. It's crunchy. It's Jamie's favorite food. It's lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Lettuce. So I think lettuce, for me, I am always like searching for a vehicle. Like what can I put my turkey on? What can I put my this or that on? Lettuce is a good go-to for that. Mm -hmm. So instead of bread, which I really avoid, a lot of times if you have lettuce in the house, I like to keep like big romaine leaves mm-hmm. and I use that as a bun or you chop it up and you make a burger bowl or salads. It's just a good base. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, Jamie could definitely speak to the joys of lettuce more than I mm-hmm. could. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I feel asked? like any kind of food that you're craving, you can saladify or lettuceify. So like, you know, cheeseburger salad, that's one of my favorite things. I'll do like ground meat and some laughing cow and put that over with like pickles. That is the best burger fix. I mean, you mm-hmm. can even do it with like turkey pepperoni and mozzarella mm-hmm. on your salad. Gives you like a pizza fix. It's true, but that Big Mac burger bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's, we're putting the yes. recipe. Can we please put the mm-hmm. recipe 100%. Up on our page, which mm-hmm. is hungrydashgirl.com slash foodcast. Yeah. Um, speaking of the, you know, I w- I'm going to break right now and, and ask the audience a question that I meant to ask up at the top of the show that I didn't before we get to the next yeah. um, swap or staple. Mm-hmm. We're thinking of moving the podcast to Wednesdays. I thought you were going to say to another building. I was like, <laughs> no, I really like it here. No, I like it in my office. <laughs> yeah, it's nicer. But like earlier in the week, mm-hmm. so people can get it sooner mm-hmm. instead of on Fridays. We mm-hmm. heard 
I don't know, Mike is always doing research because he's like the podcast maven mm-hmm. of the group. And he said he heard that people listen to podcasts Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are big days, but the weekend really drops off. So like, yeah. why not drop the podcast earlier in the week? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like Maybe. that because then I feel like even if I don't listen to it the day it debuts, it's more like on my radar throughout the week. I can listen to it on my mm-hmm. lunch break. Yeah, so what do you guys think? This is, I'm going to ask you to please text Mike and let us know what you think. Do you think we should start dropping the podcast on Wednesdays instead of Fridays? Text Mike. 805-380-8075. You said lettuce. Let us know. Oh, I was like, <laughs> did I screw up oh, again? Boy. No. Lettuce. Jamie's got lettuce on the brain. Yeah, she does. But you should let us know. Yeah. And Mike, again, that number. 805-380-8075. Please, please, please text Mikey and say, hey, I like the podcast any day of the week or keep it on Friday or Wednesdays it is. We really are depending on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, we ready for the sixth staple? Yes. Number six. Number six, lower carb tortillas. Ooh. So these Classic. are like <laughs> tortilla swaps. And we have a bunch here, actually. Yeah, I know, I'm so gonna... excited we're finally getting to the eating part. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm so freaking know. hungry right now because I'm still intermittently fasting. That's right. Today I went over 17 hours. Oh, did you break lot. your fast with a palm crisp? I didn't. I broke my fast right before the oh, podcast okay. with, with one of the snack finds from later in the episode, Ooh, which um. I will tell you about. Um, but no, lower carb tortillas, again, like I love to find a vehicle and these are brilliant. So what do we have here? First, we have fresh jicama tortillas. I can't wait to try these. I love jicama. How the jicama did they do it? <laughs> <laughs> and Mike hadn't seen these before. Right? No. They're, they're like, they, they have existed. to be. How do they do it? Can I get a whole one? Yeah, eat a whole one. How many calories are there? Like one? Eight. <laughs> Eight oh calories. God. They must have like a giant one. machine and a, they need a giant jicama. They do need a giant because they're not gluing the pieces together. No. So it's, it's so thin. It's so thin and about one or two carbs. Crunchy, they're sweet. Yeah, jicama is the best. It's this like, is great. I think of jicama as like an apple. I don't know why, but it feels like an apple, like a it's less It's the same texture yeah. as an apple. But you can do a lot with these, truly. Um, I My favorite thing to do is make turkey roll-ups with mm. them. And the sweetness of the jicama, I would put a little bit of a pickle, like a dill pickle, and a slice of turkey, roll it up, done. And you can buy these at supermarkets like mm-hmm. H-E-B, Vons, or Whole Foods. I'm getting those. Like We have a Whole Foods down the street. I'm going on the way home. Yeah, they're a little That's... obscure, but they are worth seeking out. Mm-hmm. And they're just made of jicama. They're in the produce section. Mm-hmm. They're chilled so it's you're just basically eating a vegetable that was sliced cleverly mm-hmm. yeah it's literally one and a half to two grams of carbs yeah crazy um next up we've got crepini egg thins every time i hear crepini i think of like a very fancy magician the great crepini <laughs> so they, they these are the ones that are made with sweet potato but they make regular just egg white thins and mm-hmm. then they make a sweet potato version are we going to taste these? Yeah, I don't think I've tried right. the sweet potato one. Okay, Jamie's going to open them. Should I give the stats? Um, I'll give the stats. Eight to ten calories. How many carbs? Zero. What? Oh, my God. Zero they are like, carbs. I was going to say paper thin, but they're even thinner. So this is with cauliflower, gluten-free grains, or sweet potato. And you mm. can buy them at grocery stores like Publix. Yay, Publix. Sprouts and select Walmart locations. And I'm going to describe these a little. They are like... Very, very, very thin. Very crepe-like. So I don't know if I've tried the sweet potato ones. That's really good. They're really good. These would be good with cinnamon, like for mm. desserts. With like vanilla Greek yogurt or ricotta that mm. you like flavor up. So yum. You know how Taco Bell came out with that double-decker chalupa years ago? 
You could take <laughs> that. No, but I believe you. <laughs> you could take that crepini with the jicama and do like a double decker wrap with those two together. That'd be really tasty, I think. Mm, maybe. Mike wants to get into recipe development. <laughs> yeah, I we'll really try do. It. Try it and let Mike know what you think. That's good. No, they're good. That, that's really good with cheese. Pair that with cheese out of this world. Next up, we've got Outer Isle Sandwich Thins. I wouldn't want to say an oldie but a goodie, but there's this lovely woman from Santa Barbara who created this brand, Outer Isle. She was the first to really be creative with cauliflower before anyone else, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. And she makes these amazing cauliflower little flat tortillas. And they have 50 calories, two carbs. They come in original jalapeno, Italian. These are, I think, jalapeno ones, which I've never tried. Ooh. They look tasty. It's exciting. I make pizzas out of these. I could oh, see the, that. It's the best for pizza. These are sturdier than the things we've tried so far. We're, we're going up in sturdiness. Exactly. So wait, grab a piece of that. They are much sturdier. So And, and mm. I guess we should probably have a rating system. Like one is just a vegetable and it's better cold. Mm-hmm. That's the jicama. And then the crepini is like a crepe. This is like a crust. It's mm. almost like a skinny you latke. Totally pizza that. It is like mm-hmm. a skinny latke. That's great. I want that. I like it more. I want to put applesauce on it. Want, oh, yeah. I want that piece right Sour there. cream, it. eat it. Oh, it's really good. Should mm. I just eat the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Do it. We can, Mike, we should stock up next time we go to Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. That's the jalapeno. There's a slight bit of heat, but not a lot. Cream cheese or oh, laughing cow. So good. You can do anything with those. They're very rich tasting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she does it, but she's a genius. Um, again, buy those in Whole Foods. I think that may be the only... And then online. Maybe I would think out. you would find them on the outer aisle at Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and if, if you don't like these amazing swaps, I can't imagine why you wouldn't. If you want to go full tortilla tortilla, there are carb-slashed tortillas on shelves. A lot of brands make them. We like Tumoro's. They make a carb-wise tortilla mm-hmm. that is only three to seven net carbs, which is pretty low for a real tortilla. Yeah. Well. But you can look at your local store for that. Cool. Just read the labels. Okay, we are loaded up on staples. I think everyone feels like they can get moving now, but but we're not done yet. We have a lot more of the show left. Next up, hacks and snacks. Hacks and snacks. It's fun to say. We need we need a little theme song. Mm-hmm. A hacks and snacks hacks theme and song. Snacks. Well, we have what the hack. We do. Should we go back? We haven't used it in a long time. All right, all right. We need a snack version. <laughs> what a snack. Anyway, that was pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it would be good to focus on some foods that I personally am obsessed with and ways that you can enjoy them because these things have been lifesavers for me. And one of the things that I love more than anything is pizza. Mm. And I think everybody likes pizza. Who doesn't? Pizza is one of those things that like to this day, like I take Lolly. Lolly's a therapy dog. And we go to the hospital every single week and visit people who are bedridden, a little bit older, this one thing, the one common denominator, everybody loves dogs, but I think even more than they love dogs, pizza. When I bring pizza, it makes everybody happy. Yeah. So I don't care if you're two or 102, pizza makes you smile. Mm-hmm. Brings us all together. <laughs> Until your pants don't fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, well, how the heck do I get to eat pizza and fit into my pants? And that's why I have these pizza hacks today. So... Um, the problem with pizza is usually the crust, which is overly carby, and this is a carb-slashing episode. So here are some carb-slashed crusts. One is portobello mushrooms. Ooh. 
So <laughs> Jamie's very cute. She's like, ooh, we <laughs> have like heard 42 that <laughs> recipes for portobello pizzas. Mini ones, big, full size, white pizza, red pizza, 17 books. Anyway, this is something we've been doing forever. But in case you're out there and you don't know about it, a portobello mushroom cap, like a big, a big one, is 35 calories, mm-hmm. six carbs. It's a fantastic pizza crust. And you're probably thinking, how the heck do I do that? You just bake it for like 10 to 12 minutes at 400 degrees. And then you like, well, first you want to get the water out of it, but then Mm -hmm. you top it and bake it until your pizza toppings melt. Mm -hmm. And it's that easy. Like there are real official recipes, but you could just wing it. I promise. And it's like, it's like deep dish. Like it doesn't taste like a pizza crust, but it's just a great way to get a pizza fix. It Mm -hmm. tastes like pizza, but it doesn't necessarily taste like a pizza crust. But all of these things that I'm going to talk about, probably Mm. (laughs) it's the same, but I, I will say it like, I feel like with pizza, it's all about the flavors. It's like the marinara sauce and the Italian spices and the gooey cheese mm-hmm. and the turkey pepperoni or mm-hmm. whatever else you put on it. Those are the things that matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bread does not matter. So the next thing you can use as a pizza crust, egg whites or egg substitute. And that's more a little bit more like a breakfast pizza. Mm-hmm. But you just cook up a little like egg patty in your skillet. Make sure you use a nonstick pan or some um, some Pam just to make sure it doesn't stick. So you just cook up a little egg crust and then you're good. You just top it with your toppings. Probably use some of our tortilla swaps too, like the egg thins you could use as a little crust. Absolutely. Uh, for sure. That's even easier. Mm-hmm. But yes, any of the things we just talked about, they work as pizza crust, but they're not on this list. But yes, they all mm. they all work. But the next thing on this list, green pepper halves. My husband actually oh, discovered well. that. He's the one that started making green pepper pizza back in like 2000. I remember Dan Good pepper pizzas. Yeah, it was like snazzy something. (laughs) Anyway, you just like slice your peppers. You know, you get the flat part of the green pepper. Mm -hmm. Bake it for about 20 minutes. Again, top it like pizza and then bake until whatever it is is melted and delicious. And a medium green bell pepper, the whole pepper has 24 calories. That's it? Yes. Wow. Really? Yes. Even the big ones? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, they're not all exactly 24, yeah. but they're roughly like 20 to 25 calories. Wow. That's why you see me put them in my omelet every morning. I know. Wow. See, watch and learn, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> another great top, another great pizza crust swap, just ground meat. That's a little more complicated. Yeah. So like, I, I would, I would use a chicken breast before the ground meat, but, but any kind of meat or ground meat is good as a, it's just slightly more complicated. Mm-hmm. The recipes we have for pizza, we should just link. Yes. Let's, let's put that. They're up. so good. Because they are really We have a good. sheet pan one that's like, oh, yeah. Like that big giant yep. one. Yep. It's so good. And the serving size is tremendous. Somebody said, you know, this is just a flat meatloaf. I'm like, well, it's delicious and it tastes like pizza. So go home, Karen. Yeah. It's like <laughs> quiet and enjoy it. Was her name Karen? I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't Karen. <laughs> Jamie would never out Karen like that. Never. The next hack and snack. Snack and hack. This is just a really good one, and it's very hungry girl. But I just wanted to talk about them again today because I wanted to eat them in the podcast. I'm so I've been <laughs> staring at them. I love that there's one for each of us. They're so beautiful. These are cucumber and pickle subs. Do we? I think we only have pickle subs today. Yes. We only made the pickle subs. Right. So I did a Facebook live with the cucumber subs. So you're probably asking, what's a pickle sub? What's a cucumber sub? In case you don't know, these are sandwiches that you make using pickles or cucumbers as the bread. So So it is so smart. So you slice your pickle or your cucumber and you take the seeds out or you don't, if you're really lazy, put a little mustard and then throw whatever you want. These have like lettuce 
tomato, and turkey mm -hmm. inside the pickle, and a little mustard. Oh, you could do a BLT. Easily, Ooh. yes, that's a good one. With yeah. a cu yeah, with a cucumber, that's the we best. We should do that as a mm -hmm. recipe. And then, you know what else I use it for? I do smoked salmon ones. Oh. Because I love smoked salmon, but I will never eat bread with it. It's so good with cucumber, and if you add everything bagel seasoning, done. Bagel that's, fix. I mean, you don't, yeah, you could, or you don't even, mm. it don't even have to be that fancy. I just, I do every, I slice the cucumber, throw the smoked salmon on it, and whatever you would normally put, with your smoked salmon, mm -hmm. just use the cucumber instead of the bread. There's oh, a full plate of them. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Wait, I thought we were going to eat a pickle sub. I know, but first let's have our mm. cucumber and smoked salmon and everything bagel cucumber bite amuse-bouche. I don't know if people noticed what happened about a minute ago, but you guys were coming up with new recipes. This is like what happens here at Hungryland. You all just start talking and new recipes come up. And just behind the emerged. scenes just happened here <laughs> on the podcast. In front of the scenes, yeah. Yeah. behind the scenes happened. Wait, are we going to try the pickles up? Please, look at them. Can, do we get plates? Yeah, we're going to need a plate. Or a napkin. I'm, I'm I'll messy. take a napkin. I don't care. Just give Everything's me Everything's so good today. So this pickle sub has like, I mean, what, like 20 calories? How oh, it really be? is. No, no, I think no. just the pickle has. No, a pickle is no, five calories. Oh, you know why? Because I bet it's a half. Maybe I don't know. You, you let's. So these have hardly any calories. Yeah. Like you make big subs, the whole thing will probably have less than a hundred calories, sixty calories. Oh my depending. god! I'm so this pickle happy. sub is crazy. Mmm. That's great. I'm sure we sound like animals. Probably, but that's perfect. You, who needs a bread? I was literally just gonna say that you do not need the bread, and pickles. The reason why we went with for cucumbers first was because we always hear from people saying you need to cut sodium. If you're not watching your sodium, use pickles over mm -hmm. cucumbers. If you're watching sodium, use cucumbers. And next up, a snack and a hack situation. It's just the joys of using eggplant. Oh, I like eggplants. I love eggplant. And eggplant, I just feel, is very underrated. A lot of people are put off by eggplant. They think they don't like it. They don't realize what it's in that they do like. They feel like it's hard to cook. Um, they feel like it's complicated or they don't like the way it looks at the store because it's big and purple, and you're like, how do I cook that and slice it? The thing is, you can do so much with it. Um, you can make little eggplant sandwiches where, like, the eggplant is the bread. Mm. I mean, oh, how cute. It is cute, but usually it works well with, like, cheese, mm -hmm. and we've got some great recipes Yeah, that's, with that's that. a fork and knife one. Yeah. Or, like, lasagna, just, like, sliced eggplant. Or you can just bake up an eggplant and load it up like lasagna. Um, you can make eggplant pizza. That's mm -hmm. another thing. You can use it as your pizza crust. Rollatini, so you roll up your, you know, ricotta and, and make an Italian dish out of it. Enchiladas with the eggplant instead of the tortillas. Mm -hmm. It's it's just great. It's just the thing is, people think it's difficult to work with. One of the biggest problems is they don't get the moisture out of it. Mm -hmm. So you have to really blot it well to get the moisture out, and then sprinkle it with a little salt just to absorb more of the moisture. Pat it with paper towels. That's how you get it as dry as you can. But do the paper towels first, then the salt. Mm -hmm. And then cook for about six minutes per side in a grill pan or a skillet. Just like you have to cook it to death. Mm -hmm. If yeah, you're if it's impatient. thicker or longer. Yeah, yeah. And if you're impatient, you're going to have chewy eggplant that like makes a noise when you bite into mm. it. And you're going to be all put off by it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I hate noisy food. Well, mm. actually, those palm crusts are noisy and yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I like crunchy food. <laughs> but you want your eggplant to be tender. Mm -hmm. um, you could also just bake it in the oven at 375 for 20 or 25 minutes and flip it halfway when you have your slices, uh, not just the whole eggplant. And try eggplant and let us know what you think because it is too good to pass up. Yeah. All right, we've got another 
hack and or snack coming our way, and we're going to try this one as well. These are two-ingredient protein crepes. Again, this is like another kind of, I don't want to say it's a tortilla swap, but it's just a way to make your taste. I want you to taste it. It kind of is like a tortilla swap. You could roll it it up. Well, it's like the crepini, actually. Yeah. But I made these at the New York City Wine and Food Festival, and people love them. It's just Mm. protein powder and egg whites. And you cook you cook these things in a skillet for less than five minutes. <laughs> I keep these in the fridge as just like I'll snack on them alone. Um, they have like 45 calories and less than a carb. Per and it's, all, it's like all protein. Yep. Protein plus protein. protein. Protein and protein. This is great. One it, carb. Wow. I want the other one that I put my hands all over anyways. <laughs> and you can make them sweet or savory. Mm-hmm. Like you can add... Cinnamon, you could add sweetener, you can make desserts out of them. They're always a hit. Everybody loves them. And they're just very easy to make. I would definitely use this like a tortilla. I would put all the things that are on our pickle sub. So like tomato, lettuce. I would put that Why all not? in here. Why not? All right, the next hack. And this is another one that's near and dear to my heart. Veggie fries. Ooh. I just love... Uh. Uh, ooh and ah. I know we can get some applause if we need it, Mike. You want some? I mean, kind of. <laughs> that makes me feel better because I love French fries and I just try very hard not to eat them because usually mm-hmm. they're really greasy. Potatoes are very starchy, so every now and then I'll treat myself. But in general, I use things like butternut squash, carrots, turnips, delicata squash, jicama, which is the hardest to make into fries, actually. Mm. But it's probably the lowest in carbs of, of everything. Yeah. Um, maybe it's not. Is jicama not the lowest? It is. It's the lowest. Oh, is jicama okay. tough because it's got the most moisture? It's ju- it's the it hardest. Takes a while. It takes forever, and it, yeah. it, you can't always get the texture right. But like mm. butternut squash, carrots, turnips, delicata squash, the best, mm. truly. And we have a lot of recipes for fries like that, or you can buy things pre-cut. I will often get those zigzags, butternut squash zigzags from TJ's, from Trader Joe's, and throw them in the air fryer. They shrink a lot. They become mini. You feel like a giant eating tiny crinkle cut fries, <laughs> but they're good. And you just mm. throw them in for like, I don't know, 10 or 12 minutes, and they're delicious. Yeah. Salt, ketchup, it really satisfies your urge. I'm pretty sad we don't have any here today. I know. I was looking at the table thinking, <laughs> why no veggie fries? I wonder if you took the spiralized carrots that they sell at like the, in the at Trader Joe's in the refrigerated section over there and just put them in the air fryer and just had like shoestring like shoes yeah maybe I think we tried them before the air fryer we tried them a long time ago but maybe yeah. now that we have an air fryer we would try them but they're good as a pasta swap no mm-hmm. matter what yeah. so I don't know you can try to do that though that might be a good idea yeah actually Mike's really into the recipe development today yeah Mike I really am what's going on who is this where's the real Mike I mean, it's 2020, and I want to expand my horizons a little bit. So, you know, no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to start editing the podcast. Oh, boy. And Mike's going to not eat peanut butter anymore. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Backwards no, that'll day. never happen. Okay. And, and then the final hack of the day, like a snack or a hack, and what you could use is zucchini. Zucchini is like a magical thing because there's a lot you can do with zucchini. So, of course, we turn it into noodles by spiralizing it. But you could make it like a vehicle for other things. So you can slice it into little rounds and you can make little pizza bites. Oh, It's another yes. good pizza crust. 
Wow. So you just slice them and you blot them and you bake them a little and then you top with pizza toppings and melt the pizza toppings and that's amazing. Mm. Or even if you slice it the long the long way, like make little boats out of it, mm-hmm. scoop out a little bit of the inside and then just load it up with either either like lasagna type stuff or pizza stuff and bake those. There, you can even do Mexican flavored mm-hmm. things, like wow. refried beans yes. and cheddar and just zucchini is a vehicle that should not be overlooked. You are really a mad scientist. <laughs> mad. So are you, Jamie. <laughs> We're all mad scientists. And Mike is becoming one, too. I'm trying. I'm, I'm like in training. <laughs> what is it? M-I-T. M-I-T. Wow, look at that. M-S-I-T. Yeah. M-S-T. Anyway. Um, one medium zucchini only has 35 calories and six carbs. And that's a lot of... They're big. Yeah. Even the mediums are big. So that's that's a good bang for your calorie buck. I'm tired. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. Well, I'm going to eat that pickle sub. Me too. I'm going to eat those plum crisps. I'm going to eat everything. This was <laughs> such an info-packed episode. I think it was too. Can you bookmark a podcast episode? Um, I don't know. You need you to save this it. one. Yeah. Listen to it in your sleep. It'll be like osmosis. Yes. yes. Or listen to it when again with a, a pen and paper. Like a pad and a pen. Yeah. I listen to like sleepy time music stuff when I fall asleep. I feel like if you listen to this... You'll like absorb it. You'll wake up and you'll just be like a carb slashing master. But yes. I would think that we're so entertaining, it'd be hard to fall asleep. Oh, <laughs> we, we are pretty yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think we might put you to sleep, but we'll see. So wait, what are people's takeaway? First, they need to text Mike. You can text Mike anything, but we want to know if you're okay with the podcast dropping Wednesday instead of Friday, a little earlier in the week. So you can reach Mike at 805-380-8075. You can also just drop us a note to say hi at suggest at hungry-girl.com or podcast at hungry-girl.com. You could go to our podcast page that has probably mostly everything we talked about today yeah. or a lot Pretty of good much. information yeah. from today at hungry-girl.com slash foodcast. You should, if you're not already, and I can't believe you're listening to this if you don't get the daily emails, but if you're not signed up, you need to sign up for the daily emails at hungry-girl.com you have to just subscribe every single day we'll send out emails Monday to Friday and it's they're great mm-hmm. you need them. new recipes all the time mm-hmm. all the time and then you can find us in the Facebook community which is fantastic and now has almost 70,000 people wow which is crazy, crazy. they're the best because the Facebook page itself that has well over a million like over a million and a half people but this community is like forget it they're yeah. like everyone's best friends with everyone mm-hmm. and it's called what's chewing and you can find that on Facebook we're also on Instagram where else where else anything else we're everywhere on the magazine stands yeah. we're in Los Angeles you can come find us <laughs> you can come see us anytime you want sure sure Mike's like yeah. <laughs> every now and then Mike will come into my office and say oh there's a podcast listener that is coming to LA can they visit and what do we always say yes yes we don't hide yeah. we don't run screaming yeah. if we're we around them in. we'll let them in right yeah and if we're not around? Then we won't let them in. No, we can't. <laughs> That's right. Because we're not here to let them in. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, this concludes another fantastic episode of our podcast, right? Yes. Wait, one last hack. Yes. I want to put parm crisps on my pickle sub. Oh, oh do it. That's gr- I'm going to do idea. that too. Yes. Whoa, Jamie. That's brilliant. I ate mine already. You could have another one. Or just eat some parm crisps. I'll just have some parm crisps. All right. Well, we're signing off um, from Hungryland again I am Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing.